0: not winning 90 percent of your new business because you have some sort of incredible value i'm gonna
1: take a bit of a different angle you know we am gonna budget this big i'm gonna give it to you because you have a, a really killer plan
2: you give a red bull to a turtle what do you expect i think that's a dead turtle <laughs> so let's move on to uh cheers cheers cheers
0: Does your current premium
3: finance company lock you into long term agreements? That's because they don't want you talking to us. At IFS, we win your business the good old fashioned way with customer service. I know you don't always have to use a premium finance company, but when you do, you should use IFS. Cheers.
1: Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Insurance Pint Podcast. This is a special episode, but as always, I am joined by my co hosts, Adam Mitchell, president of Mitchell and Whale, Jeff Roy president of Excalibur Insurance, and Steve Earl, president of Cheap Insurance. So today we are going to, uh, unlike our usual happy chats about the future and what's possible, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, facility and um, what's been going on there. I'm gonna just uh, throw a few facts at you guys, give you a little bit of context and have you um, make some comments in this. So first off, and correct me if I go wrong here, but, uh, Facility is typically referred to as the insurer of last resort when someone, one of your clients cannot get a um, a mark, one of the regular markets to take their business, right? And the business is shared, uh, both the pre-med claims are shared by all carriers based on market share. There used to be uh, three servicing carriers, Co-op, RSA, Intact. Um, I think we are hearing that Co-op is soon to bow out and RSA was acquired by Intact, that's going to result in Intact being the only carrier left. I did some digging into the uh, FA operating plan just to get a sense of what servicing carriers are paid. So came up with um, under Article 9, that servicing carriers are paid uh, 10% of written premiums as a service fee, 10.8%, by the way, in Ontario. Uh, Also, they're compensated for underwriting report costs. Um, They're also compensated for adjusting costs uh, at a rate of 12% of earned premium, although 10% in Alberta, but 12% across the rest of the board, uh, rest of the country. And on top of that, they can also charge a 6% uh, service fee on monthly pay. So relative to other lines of business, it's actually a, uh, uh, well, more than pays for the cost of actually operating the business. The board is made up primarily of carrier representatives. There's 16 members on the board, 10 carrier reps. Uh, three broker reps, uh, two independents, and the FA CEO. And there are some set service standards set at 30 days for new policy issuance, 30 days for policy change, and 45 days prior to renewal.
2: So, uh,
0: just based on the facts that you threw out there, Tom, um, yes, I've also heard that co op is pulling out. What that means to me is with the acquisition of RSA by Intact, and co-op as a direct slash slash agency brokers are now going to become the sole distributor of this product nationally. The numbers that you gave me, insofar as ten percent of gross written premium, twelve uh, percent on the GDP for claims adjusting costs and so on, this this looks pretty darn lucrative on this on the, on the surface. It's quite a bit more than brokers get. Um, 6% service fee, I mean, even at 3%, we do our own premium financing and at 3%, it's still a profit center for us. I can't imagine what 6% is doing. I don't know if they're giving any of that 6% or the profit back to the facility association. Uh, what do we have about here? The board is made up of, uh, 10 carrier reps, three broker reps and two independents. So we're we're running around twenty percent representation. So now that we are the sole distribution channel for FA, is twenty percent representation on the board adequate?
3: Well, here's another piece. I think we're about to unpack some problems that have like arisen in pretty quick order, and I think a few of us know some on the board that had no awareness of this happening at all. So, does the board have any teeth or relevance or control over? What's happening? That's a great
1: question. So let, let's let's get into, there's a couple other things. So I've just given you some facts about, about FA itself. So let's talk a bit. And Steve raised the point that Intact is very soon going to be essentially the only servicing carrier. So um, what, we're, what we're also aware of here, and again, you guys can come in here and correct me um, where I'm wrong and add some color to it. So Intact has recently uh, given notice to brokers that they will no longer be able to order underwriting reports or certain underwriting reports at the uh, time of sale. And I'll I'll get, maybe I'll get uh, Adam in in a second to talk about what that really means from a CSR and customer perspective. And on top of that, we're also hearing reports from brokers that the consolidation of the RSA book is leading to a lot of backlogs breaching that service standard that was, that I articulated earlier, which FYI is, in my opinion, kind of a shitty service standard to start off with.
3: Yeah. um, So I I think there's, there's four main changes um, that are changing over. So RSA is disappearing, um, becoming Nordique, um, you know, and Nordique is a, a sub-brand of, of Intact. So it's, it's really Intact taking over RSA's position. Um, the four changes that I understand that we're losing with, with very little notice are no more auto plus ordering. So you can't validate when accidents happened, on what date to what severity, fault, all of this. Um, you can no longer submit business electronically uh, as there's no portal and you can't email the application. You need to physically print it and physically mail it and pay for the ICS mail to go out. Um, when the document's coming back to you of this paper process, it's going to come back via paper. So you have now eliminated Edocs. So somehow we've gone back in time and made insurance more archaic. So Run on a digital point podcast, recording remotely on the web, talking about a process going back in time to paper. Like, I can't remember the last time I went to my mailbox. And the fourth one is a, a bit of call out to ClearPay. So ClearPay made some great advancements. We finally got the thing working with RSA facility, alleviated a huge amount of time delay and cost in printing paper checks. And now, because Nordique didn't have it figured out, um, we are going to have to submit paper checks, printed, signed, stuffed in an envelope and sent across. So those are the the four changes that I see that take us really back in the evolution. There's not a singular added benefit to those changes. Um, and I would say each one of those incrementally uh, goes against the SLA support.
2: As I said, and we have certain carriers and markets all pushing to go paperless. So it's quite, quite bizarre that we're going backwards uh, only to only to provide an inferior service uh, to the consumer, and also our staff have even more stress added onto them.
3: And like like, let's not comment on Intact sort of buying RSA or that transaction. That's that's not actually my problem with this current thing. That my problem with it is that uh, we're making a very quick change uh, onto an inferior system with less features and benefits. Um, that's going to slow down and load up expenses on brokers um, that equally is going to slow down and and be trickled down to the customer so triple net um, now that this facility business, for whatever reason that somebody's in it uh, is being processed by intact, the customer is going to have a worse experience. One example would be if if we submit a piece of business and it takes a month for them to process uh, get a policy number. Um, this means for that month, that client can make no changes to their policy. If they sub a car, they change an address, they do anything. None of that can be backdated until we physically receive the policy in the office via paper mail. Okay. So that means everybody's on hold where RSA facility would receive the email, send back confirmation. And within a couple days or a day, we would have an actual policy number to work with. And that means you could do some things with that.
2: The other thing too, Adam, is you have changes taking months to do, two, three months. You can imagine if there's only two or three months left in the term, it's a $2,000 change. How many policies are going to go NSF, right? It's going to be a complete a complete uh, disadvantage to the client, and a ton of business is going to fall off the books, and a lot of people are going to be happy. when you'd like to handle that, you get to handle that by printing it and mailing it back
1: in. Jeff, you, you, you raised you – raised the uh, implication to clients? Maybe you can expand upon that. What do you like? there's likely a number of issues that clients could potentially face? What do you, what do you see as the, the two biggest impacts negative impacts from a client's perspective
2: well and some of the things to go back even further in time is if you're doing commercial or certain types of business with facility you can't get them nine times out of ten to verify the rate and you send it in and you hope and pray it shows up as quoted and what happens a lot of times it comes up different than what's quoted even though you've used every technology known to brokers to do it and then what happens the price comes back wrong and at the end of the day the brokerage looks bad The carrier doesn't look bad, it all falls on the broker. And we all know if you make a mistake on something in 2.3 seconds, it's on your Google review, and all of a sudden you're getting it's all over the world how bad of a job you've done. And currently, with all facility carriers, we've had very limit limit li- little ability to deal with it. RSA wasn't bad; they'd actually help you a little bit. But our experience with our is we had they wouldn't help us send it in. We'll tell you what the price is later, and you could be ten or twenty thousand dollars more because of their interpretation. So sticker shock and getting prices later could happen if you have to send stuff in and have that thirty day delay back and forth, and you can't get any help. You're getting a lot lot of people that you're quoting stuff based on what you know but there's no no guarantee whereas you can email somebody to get some help within a day you know what the price is you're starting off on the right foot right
0: In, in what world is it okay where a consumer wants to buy a product and the experience is one where i think this might be the price you need to buy it in order to find out i know the government made you buy it and I have to supply it to you, but we'll find out the price together maybe two months from now. And when we find out, and 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 you're committed, and when we find out, that's right, a number we don't know. So I think it's probably going to be $2,000. So if I guess wrong for you, and by the way, they're going to start taking the money out of your account based on the $5,000. So you need to buy to find out Right. Because they're so far behind Those service level standards are not. So in what world is it OK to sell a consumer a product in that in that fashion? I, I don't know. And this has been the problem for eons.
3: So I quoted you three hundred dollars a month. Turns out it was six hundred dollars a month and it took me three months to process it. So perhaps you were a responsible consumer and you saved $300 a month and you left that in your account very, you know, well budgeted, ready to have it withdrawn and what comes out is not $900, $1800. And should $1800 not be there when it's time to have it processed, you will receive a cancellation for non-pay that will affect your record going forward.
0: Does the consumer think you did it or do, do they think that uh some Facility Association did it. No, it was Mitchell and Whale, or it was Excalibur Insurance. So we wear that bad blood on that customer experience on our brand.
3: So let's let's unpack another one. So Tom said inside his intro of part of the equation of it, their underwriting reports are part of the expense ratio, fully compensated per the group that funds this thing. So why would there be any intelligence added to the idea of limiting pulling an auto plus so something that's going to make the quoting process less accurate it's going to have much more back and forth because the insurance consumer will will cite one date and perhaps that date's off or something's off on it the underwriter will pull it and correct it and be now mailing back the details so let's let's put 20 days between each of these things of pull report update print mail receive scan digest and and then now we need to go back to the consumer and say hey you were you were off by a year on that accident uh it was five years ago not six and that raised your price two thousand dollars
4: hey loyal listeners when you hear me say cast certified that means that we use them in our agency are you a local insurance agent looking to take your business to the next level write more business and see your agency succeed with nbs a.k.a. Nationwide Brokered Solutions. But like in today's world, we use these initials like it's cool because it is. To see your agency succeed, Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't you survive in the competitive insurance industry? Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions today. Get started today and learn more at mbsbrokerage.com. That's where you learn more, mbsbrokerage.com. Cash certified.
1: I think we've identified a number of issues here uh, from the consumer perspective. Uh, I know Steve started to talk about who's taking the blame for this. Are there any other impacts from the broker's
0: perspective? ask all the brokers the amount of bad debt write-off that they have on their facility book compared to the entire rest of their book. And I'll bet you, just for good measure, brokers all the, on all these errors uh, and misquoting where consumers feel that we've pulled a bait and switch or something, we have to write off. Bad debt, all the time, and I know from our brokerage, the amount of bad debt that we have to make go away is it, it exceeds on a facility book more than all carriers combined.
2: But you also have the extra work. Like if you go right now, we're not getting downloads. Uh, RSA at least lets you fetch the d docs so you could get them. I didn't love it, but it was better than having to scan everything. But we're not getting the downloads, but we can't do the automatic document invoicing. That adds a lot of time and effort to write a facility policy. We have to get somebody to scan it. So if you got multiple offices, you got to coordinate the paper in there. You've now tacked that on to scan it and do a process that's not all your other insurers are different. And then on top of that, you have to scan it. You can't get out of the client consumer as quickly and you know the turnaround time. Clients are used to getting a policy back now. I, I hate to say the word portal, but some companies are using portals, but we, the turnaround time is faster. Some some other companies have straight through processing where there's no portals. They're used to getting the policy turnaround in, you know, two, three, four, five days. That's the norm. And they have a bad accident or they buy something they can't get insurance with or they get into a, a right drive vehicle, whatever the situation is. Now they get, you know, they have a tough situation. So they get treated terribly because nobody else will write you. And uh, that's a tough thing to do, right? It's, as Steve said, it creates a lot of bad, bad blood in the industry.
1: The universe of serving associates associations, is shrinking more or less to one. There's a fairly lucrative servicing deal that is baked into the uh, the facility operating plan. Um, hearing that, you know that the, the delays, the manual processing, mailing stuff back and forth, obviously leads to significant financial impacts uh, from the, both from the client's perspective and from the broker's perspective, as well as you know a, a really terrible customer experience. So that's all obviously for really the negative. Let, let's 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 turn let's turn the the corner here and talk about what needs to be done. You you start to talk about portals. Jeff, and you know, we've talked we've said say no to portals before, but when you if you're stuck in the 60s or 70s, portals are from the 90s. That's that's actually an improvement, right? So let's uh, maybe I'll, I'll go to uh,
0: Steve first here. Steve, we talked show after show after show say no to portals. Portals are passé. They're old school. That's so 1991. We don't need it. I would give my eye teeth to have an FA portal just so that I could have a margin that was reasonable to the, or even still lose money, but not as much on this book of business. The, the technology exists for uh, both RSA and Intact over the last 20 years. There was just no incentive to, to invest. Um, Like download has existed for how long? Why can't we have that? We hate doing the data entry for insurance companies, but if we did it for FA, at least we know what the price was when we're quoting it or we're issuing the policy. So the Delta on what we're telling a client, the price will be and what it actually turns out to be won't be three months. It could be three hours. And we could deal with those issues right away. And this technology is like we're just asking for we're asking for really old technology here just to make things a little bit livable for both the consumer and the broker. So if there was an ask right now, it's like, let's, you know, just just give us some 90s
2: stuff. Portal, EDI. Yeah. That's at least, I hate to say it, I've never wanted to say portal, but for these guys, a portal is an improvement because the client is suffering. At least you can control the suffering. What
1: else needs to be done here to to partially, at, at a minimum, partially fix this issue.
2: Steve mentioned EDI. So we need the documents coming down. We don't need to go out and fetch them. We don't need to get them, them in the mail. And, uh, you know, some people have people with virtual assistants processing things in faraway land. So do the facility carriers want to mail the stuff to a foreign country to get processed? Like it opens up a lot of things when you got to start bringing it in-house and that's just wasted money for everybody. So we need that. And then once you have the EDI, you have the ADI automatic document invoicing. That's just a link that all our other companies provide right now i don't think i have any companies that don't provide that except for facility that's become a core base standard and there's no excuse in 2021 when that's not available so that needs to be added in the mix and then then again i don't know again i'm not sure the whole setup of why nordique is on an older system i don't know the economics behind it but if we've only got one game in town can not everybody fund it to be decent Like, can't everybody figure out a model to get it on Guidewire? We've got Farm Mutuals going on Guidewire in one year, doing it for less than $8 million, how can you not do that as a bigger company across Canada to help brokers? Why can that money not be found as an entire industry? There's just throwing it out because honestly, I would love straight through processing. I would love to not go to any portals. That would be phase two, but we've been beaten down that we won't, we'll take anything we can get. We're a is an improvement.
3: Okay, let's, let's all agree insurance is already stuck a bit in the stone ages. It's a big reason why we... In- Vented this podcast. It's a big reason why we went with the name. It's, it's why, Tom, you've currently got a mission to, you know, advance the paperless functionality and API and a huge amount of things. Like, we're all dedicating a lot of time and energy to advancing this for the greater good of our industry and, and in the end, consumers. So, somehow, in this already declared archaic industry, this transaction has somehow taken a step backwards. Right. Like I, I almost wish that they had have completely thrown it out and just gone over to smoke signals and carrier pigeons. At least that'd be more fun. Like then we'd have some animals to play with or something. Cause this is just a pain in the ass. Like next, you're going to tell me that the faxing is back. So like, here's another rant of like, if this was your idea of job creation, great. Like I, I got an $8 million facility book that, you know, probably has 2,500 clients in it. Um, I probably get to hire three people to scan full-time. That's fun. And, you know, it's a great way to simulate the office environment because I'm sure as heck not ICSing this to three people's houses. Like, And here's the grand finale that, that blows my mind. Would anybody be willing to do this on their brand name? Right? Like, would you be willing to put your name and your Google reviews right there and say, yes. Um, we're gonna take this otherwise disenfranchised customer. They've already been told this is the absolute insurer of last resort, right? And I think it's really easy to say, "Oh, you've had non-payment or a DUI or too many tickets." Sure, there's one makeup of it. What about the people that have a specialty car? You know, a, a, a different you know asset, a, a motorcycle, a learner's permit. There's there's a number of things where they've done nothing wrong. It's just a government mandated product nobody is wanting to compete for a select it so they end up in facility okay fine so we write that and now they get kicked while they're down they get no choice they get no competition they get n- no fight over how their rate is um and now they also have to buckle up so let's let's take it so the cell phone companies and we fight here in ontario rogers bell tell us the, it's kind of the two and you can ping pong between the either So now we're talking about eliminating one of those and the other one that's still left said, Ooh, yeah, we're going to get rid of the phone number. We don't like that. You can mail us letters of complaint and we will respond in 30 days. And if we don't respond in 30 days, there's no consequence. And like it, it, I, it's blowing my mind, right? Like you wouldn't do this to your A plus customers. You wouldn't do it to your B plus customers. So now you've declared these ones C plus. And you're doing it all to them.
0: Is your recommendation, am I hearing you right, that all facility complaints get directed to intact Google reviews?
3: I I don't know that I actually want to start the fight, but I'd, I'd, I'd love to shine the light on like this thing and say, if we could pump the brake just a crack, we can probably achieve the exact efficiency of combining companies that we're all desiring and going without adversely affecting customers' your supposed business partners in this channel of distribution and you know a little more careful planning and execution could be applied here. Let me summarize
1: what I've heard from you guys in terms of what should be done. So what I'm hearing is that as much as it pains me and all of us collectively to say this is there's a there, there needs to be a portal or some sort of access real time to FA rates and underwriting rules, such that the broker isn't and the customer isn't in a situation where they have no information, and they won't get it for two months. We want to restore access to the reports, so you again with the intent of getting the correct information, and the correct pricing at the front end. Again, to prevent this multi-month potential significant difference in uh, in what's actually being taken out of somebody's account, with all the negative things that that entails. Um, Adam, I think I heard you say, you know, take a little more time to transition from RSA correctly. Uh, Jeff, I heard you say EDI and ADI uh,
3: downloads. Let's volunteer that there's no way that we fully understand the complexities of these two businesses and the transition and, and what the other side is having to deal with to navigate. But, you know, what would be nice to know is that realizing that they are shutting down the more advanced of the archaic poor servicing solutions. Number one, how many, like name for me, a startup insurance company or division. It doesn't happen. It's really rare. It all goes the other way on consolidation, down, down, down. On, on the flip side, it would generally be perceived as undesirable business. I think that's a, that's a pretty well entrenched angle of like there's not a lot of brokers, not a lot of companies fighting over these customers or these risks. So just on those two factors alone of like, hey, it's a difficult, expensive, risky thing to do a new startup. And B, why are we chasing that? Um, But it's okay. So let's, let's go to the regulator and its general idea of the fair treatment of customers. What part of these changes are fair or good for customers? And if it's a bridge over troubled waters where you're saying, hey, guys, trust us, hold your breath for 60 days, two quarters, something, and we're headed to a better place. Let's have that communication and talk about it. But I don't see that. This looks just like a step backwards with no choice to switch in general. Yeah, we're doing this.
2: I don't know when you get your RSA memo, but I found out a day after that we were switched over to Nordique. And I didn't, I didn't see any memos before that. I asked a bunch of people. They didn't see it. So all of a sudden, a light switch went off. And all of a sudden, we couldn't get our e-docs anymore. And we had no notice of it. Is that what you experienced in Ontario?
3: Same, same for us. I heard rumblings from Steve on the East coast that it was coming a little earlier. What I had heard was about Nordique. And so I thought, Oh, well that must be them, not us. And it must be East, not Ontario. And so it never fully hit my radar to dig in, but um, no, none of our team had the the memo. I think that
0: the facility fiasco as we call it internally here amongst us has been, it's been a broken piece of our industry for a long, long time. It's been neglected. Because nobody's really given a shit about those consumer. Ah, it's FA. Who give, you know, whatever. I think there's an incredible opportunity here for Intact as the, um, the sole distributor or the sole manufacturer, I guess, and us being the only distributor now to really make things right. Like we're an industry who, who has struggled with our, Perception in the public for for so long, and the advertising campaigns of various brokers associations were, we're people to be trusted. We're we're, we're the ones who are going to help you, and so on. the The facility piece of that pie has been atrocious, and has been a thing that has been a detractor. So, because you have a, a couple cancellations for non-payment, or a couple speeding tickets, or some sort of vehicle that nobody wants. Um, clearly, there are obviously, you know, people in there for other reasons. But d- does the consumer deserve to be ditched? Um, I, I don't think so. And and what ends up happening is the the individual broker brands end up wearing this. So it's been entirely neglected for so long, and there's a, there's a great opportunity here to, to raise the bar for what we're doing for consumers. Is retention important to your brokerage? Of course it is.
3: That's why at IFS, we have a cancellation prevention process. Want more details? Give us a call.
4: I know you don't always use a premium finance company, but when you do, you should use IFS. Cheers. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, a.k. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with MBS. For more information about nationwide brokerage solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified.